Oh, man. Here we are again. Another week, another episode. Darn tootin'. <laughs> Darn tootin', I like it. I like it. We've got we've got a lot of things planned for you. It's probably going to be another longer episode. I sure hope not. These well, you longer know what? episodes have... are bad on my puppies. Well, I have bad news for you, friend. What did you do to my puppies? Oh, I was talking about the episode, but oh, oh, okay. I have done nothing but love your puppies. Um, I don't even think you know my puppies. I don't. Unless somehow I you're don't. meeting up with them when I'm not around. Nope. <laughs> Just be weird, man. Yeah, that's that's going in another direction that we don't want it to go in. <laughs> so, no more uh, messing around with that. It's time for another episode of R&R. Let's do it. And welcome to episode 29 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host... Ken Russie. Ken Russie, what's up, my dude? Oh, uh, you know, I'm just here recording an episode. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Speaking of the episode, <laughs> we are part of the Joystick Entertainment community. I mean, should we get that in there before we go any further? Because sometimes I forget things. <laughs> yeah. Sure do, my dude. <laughs> but it happens because we're only humans and we are not robots, which I will stress later on in the show. But That we're only humans or that we need to be robots? That we are only humans and not robots. Nah. I mean, one day we might be part robot depending on what happens. But who knows? <laughs> you have dreams of becoming cyborg, don't you? Yes. It's like one arm. Or elect or something, I don't know. One arm, one eye, all metallic. Yes. Same booyah. Metallic lot. man. <laughs> they will call me Metallic Man. <laughs> that, oh, man. that sounds but... more like a villain than a hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it might be. I don't know. Do whatever you want with that name, I guess. Metallic Man. I, I don't know. What is this? What are we doing? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have an interesting show for you guys tonight, or whenever you're listening to this. First, we're going to go into our discussion, which we've been playing some uh, Mutant Football League, or I played it a while ago. I think you played it more recently than I did. I sure did, Byron. It's a great <laughs> game. Everybody <laughs> here should buy it. It is it is really fantastic. It is. It, it's one of those games that, you know, not meant to be taken too seriously. It's good old-fashioned arcadey sports fun. Yeah, it it actually reminds me of NFL Blitz if anyone's ever uh, played those games. I mean, they're so old now. You know, might be talking to a generation that's like, "What's NFL Blitz?" <laughs> <laughs> the Blitz games were where were where was that back in the day, man? Mhm. Man, I remember those games, though, were so frustrating. Like, you'd score, leave, like, ten seconds on the clock, and then they would do this monster run, and they keep jumping and spinning, and you try and tackle them, and 
Man, it was frustrating. (laughs) But good frustrating, not bad frustrating. Right, exactly, exactly. But the Mutant Football League, like I was saying, it's it's so much fun. My phone was vibrating. Oh, well. Sorry. Mm -hmm. What? There it goes again. What happened? My phone vibrating. I don't know if it's picking up on mic, but oh, well. (laughs) This time it didn't. I didn't hear it at all. Okay, good. I hear it but, normally um, all other times, but not this time. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you didn't hear it this time. But, but no, the um, I I really like that uh, they are taking the uh, the, they're bringing it back <clears throat> really because it was an older game that I never played. Right. Back 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 when. Right, mutant league football. Yes. Yeah, I think did you I ever play the old one. I think I did, but I didn't get it and like it was so strange like when i played it i was a kid so yeah. i i like i was already i didn't get the concept of football and then this mm. was like murdering people with football <laughs> and so i my brain didn't comprehend it and i didn't understand like why uh, i kept getting like these brutal hits in that and getting sacked and uh yeah so i'm pretty sure i played it a long time ago Right, I understand that. I understand, but it, it's for a new generation. Uh, so people like me who didn't play didn't play the old one are getting to experience it now. And when I played it, I had a really good time with it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting yeah. it to be as fun as it was for some reason, but I was surprised pleasantly. Yeah, um, if I'm being honest, uh, I think I uh, uh, played it or or bought it. Uh, just because of the parody names. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Some of those names are fantastic. Yeah, like um what is what is the one? I think it's like Nuked Nuked London Heltriots. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, just just for anyone who's curious, the uh the game is a it's a parody of the of the NFL. NFL related teams, so sort of like how uh, Blitz Blitz the league was when that was around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of like that, it's ter- in terms of the team names and player names and all that stuff. Really outlandish and just out there for the sake of being out there, just because. I know one of the uh, uh, famous wide receivers in the NFL, Julio Jones. Uh, his parody counterpart is Gulio Bones. Gulio Bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fantastic. So it's pretty I, great. I for one of my favorites. I believe it's the uh, the 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 Cam, the Cam Newton uh, quarterback uh, parody name. What's his name? I forget his name right now. But it's all all of the names really are just fantastic. All of them, and it's really yeah. great because you know you have the uh, the ghouls and the skeletons and all the all the other stuff. Even even Ed Hockley's has a uh, has a parody name. Right. Well, they have. <laughs> they even have it's not just that, but they have uh, other companies in there like Microsoft. Uh, they make fun of them by calling them Micro Hard. <laughs> and there's actually a team the the team that's making fun of Seattle. They're actually the uh, I think it's the Micro Hard Marauders. I think yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know you kind of like that kind of makes sense. And then um, at one of the end of the games, uh, the guy will actually say. Um, the this uh, MFL game was brought to you by Microhard. We get it right every other time. 
Yeah, it's it's fantastic. They they really were allowed to have fun with this, and that's mm-hmm. what I like about you know the arcadey style of sports games. That they're just out there having fun and not really taking it too seriously. And I think it makes for a more a, a funner environment for friends to come over and just play versus something like a Madden or you know something like that. Right. Not saying you can't have fun playing Madden because you definitely can. I think it's just more fun when it's less serious. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that's interesting about this too um, is that you're, you can have it set up in your settings depending how you want, you want to play um, where your characters can die and they don't yes. come back. <laughs> yes. And I, I kind of wanted to um, play that, but I was too scared. Oh, I did that. The yeah. first thing I did. Well, what I did because I started a season. Oh, I didn't do that. I just played a few, played a few uh, play now games. Just yeah. To get a feel for it. No, I started a season, and I set it up where they'll die during a game, but after the game they come back to life. Mmm. And I don't know like how the permadeath works. If um, guys perma die, like, do you have that many guys for the rest of the season? And uh, because you can actually force a forfeit. By killing yeah. all of their quarterbacks. The quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you kill all, they have five quarterbacks. If you kill all five of them during the game, um, you can cause them to forfeit. Um, and so I don't know how that works. Like, if you have to get free agents or something, because there's no, there's no free agent listing now that I have it, where they're set up where they die just at the end of the game, or they come back to their life at the end of the game. So that's that something sense. I, I kind of want to uh, check out is see how they um, how that works uh, because right. uh, I'm I'm playing as I'm actually playing as the Micro Hard Marauders <laughs> and they have a dirty play that's called uh, QB Attack and they essentially before the play even starts they go off sides and kill the quarterback. <laughs> And really, oh really, if if you're uh, on the offense of that, like somebody's coming over to kill you, your only choice is to run out of bounds. Because if you can yeah. get out of bounds before they kill you, that's the only way you escape that dirty play. That's <clears throat> terrifying. Yeah. Can we talk well, about some of those dirty plays for a second? Some of those are fantastic. They are. I think my favorite one that I saw was there's a – there's one where you have like the ogre and he just comes on the field and he's just running over everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few different I've seen. Like one, he gets an injection with a bunch of spikes. And he just like pretty much runs over everybody. Um <laughs> I've I've seen some uh one of my favorite two is there's a uh uh shotgun play. Yes, I was just gonna say that one. There's a yeah. shotgun play where it's just oh, the, the quarterback the has a literal shotgun. Yeah, literally <laughs> comes out with a shotgun and uh, runs I, on the field shooting people. Yeah, I gotta say it's kind of difficult because you can't shoot behind you. They have to be in front of you, right, uh, or to your side. And I think I ran that dirty play like three times before I figured out what you gotta do. Um, but no, I mean it's it's pretty great too. Um, God, what are some of the other dirty plays I've seen? Oh, 
Oh, there's there's so many of them in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, each there's team so has uh, two specific dirty plays that are specific to that team. Yeah. Um, some teams do share, uh, like the quarterback attack. The Marauders have that, and I've seen a few other teams have that. Um, but each team has two specific for both offense and defense. And defense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the Marauders, uh, they have uh, on offense they have the the quarterback shotgun play where he brings out a literal shotgun, and then they have, uh, I think it's a a road rage is what they call it and essentially it's a little pitch to the running back he gets roided up and you can like jump over attack spin whatever uh for a limited time and it's really hard for them to bring you down yeah um and uh, on defense they have the quarterback attack and then they have uh the berserker one which i told you about where the the defender gets like really huge and He's like injected with stuff. I like that one too for defense. That one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one dirty play, or I guess the two dirty plays that every team has um, is you can bribe the ref. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which with some of those dirty plays, that really is your only defense. <clears throat> um, because there's one where uh, like whoever is selected on the defense becomes electrified and if he touches you he has a good chance of killing your character but he also forces him to fumble and when anyone else tries to come up and tackle him they get electrocuted oh jeez <laughs> and i actually the first game of my season i lost because the team had that oh and, no yeah and they used it twice once in the beginning once in the end and they returned them both for touchdowns wow yeah um <laughs> but what I found out, though, after that, is that if you bribe the official and they use their dirty play, the official will call a nonsensical um, penalty. Yeah, like yeah. some of the stuff I've read, like a 15-yard penalty, you were picking your nose way too hard there on that last play. <laughs> <laughs> I had a game that I was playing. I'm going to cut you off, sorry. Yeah, Go no. ahead. Um, but that's what you got to do. You have to bribe the official and uh, hope that if something like that happens, then they'll um, make a penalty call on your side that reverses that play. Yeah, right. And, of course, if you see an official calling a play like that, your only defense is to kill that official. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to call the kill official dirty play, um, which takes him down. Uh, and murders him, and it costs you 15 yards on the play, but it also prevents him from being bribed, since they can only bribe an official once per half. Ah, okay. So, yeah, so that's yeah, the it, only way to kind of keep it uh, fair, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I, I, can, I can see already that you've played this more than I have, but I think that's because my time with the trial is over. But yeah. I'm probably going to have to... Uh, Pick, pick it up here at some point yeah you should totally um, pick I, it up just so that we could uh play because i mean it has four player support uh i think you can yeah. play on the same team oh, it might only cool. be that, two be player fun. support but right. on the same team but that would be uh pretty awesome to check that out so you should pick yeah. it up yeah definitely um i i've uh speaking going back on the uh bribing the wrestling i was playing the game 
um, during my time with it, and I scored a touchdown on three straight plays, and all of them got called back because the ref made a nonsensical penalty call. <laughs> like, what is going on? Yep. And all and all these touchdowns were gonna give me the lead too. That's yep. really upset. Yeah, that's that's it exactly. They they usually call those nonsensical plays on like scoring plays or turnovers or. Yeah, I didn't figure that out either because I played probably about three, um, just uh, play now matches just to get mm-hmm. my feet wet, and I didn't figure it out until after, um, in the season because I was like, you can't like how do you stop like they're using all these dirty plays? How do you stop him from doing this? And then I started using them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so you fact, actually have to do the dirty plays. You're not going to win unless you use the dirty plays. <laughs> the yeah. You, you tried playing fair football, and we got guys running around here with shotguns on the field. Mm-hmm. I just want to play, play a, a uh, fair, nice, clean game of football. But no. Right. <laughs> right. And that, you know, that brings up uh, something, too. Um, these aren't guys that are on the football field. We should probably oh, no. clarify that. Yeah, we should you, clarify that, yeah. Because what I've seen is skeletons, um, robots, orcs, and then aliens. Yeah, it's called Mutant League Football, so there mm-hmm. are no guys on the field. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're not um, going to see Tom Brady running around with you. We'll see his, his clothes. His parody, but yes, you will. Which I, I forget his name right now, but <laughs> right, you'll see him. Uh, it's, I think, I think another thing that impressed me about the game too I, is I believe each team has some sort of like background associated with them. They have a brief uh, story bit or something. I I remember saying something, but I, that may not have been have been what I saw. I was looking at the team profiles, and I thought I um, saw something about, you know, this team, blah, 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 blah whatever. No, they, they do have a, um, a little bit of a history. Each team, you can go into their scouting and, and kind yeah, of listen that's, to that. Yeah. Um, but it was Bomb Shady, by the way. Thank you, Bomb Shady. Jeez. And that man can throw bombs. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> no, when I played the, the new London Hatriots, First play I called was a quarterback attack, and I got him out of there. <laughs> got out of the game immediately. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. You ain't doing nothing on me, Bomb Shady. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. But no, here's a, a – I pulled up a little image on one of their, like, side stories here. And it's for the, the New Yuck Tyrants. Um, New Yuck Tyrants. Yeah. It says the tyrants are funded at uh, Ball Street stockbrokers and are well-financed. They are led by their all-star quarterback, Still I Mel- Mam- Mam- Maming? Maming. Huh? I think it's Maming. Still I Maming. It's kind Still of a tiny... I Maming? Yeah, it's kind of a tiny image. So I apologize. But Still I Maming and superstar, superstar receiver O'Hell Reckham Jr., oh. <laughs> who is taking the league by storm. The offense has no running game to speak of because of an offensive line that avoids contact. On defense, the Tyrants have some hard-hitting talent, but are an underperforming unit. 
Yeah, I, I I like that they have these little, like I said, a little background about the teams. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and I like they have um, like their all stars. Uh, like they talked about the uh, still I maiming and yeah. Ohel Reckham Jr. And that um, some of them have a unique uh, image though that goes along with their character. Yeah, true. Yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, though, when you get into the game, they look exactly the same as everybody else. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping that they uh, fix that or adjust it or, um, I don't know, bring in, uh, update it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes, because the game is still in the Xbox preview. It hasn't actually launched yet. I actually think it's out of game preview. Oh, really? Yes. Because that's what I was looking up, and I don't have that little game preview on my Xbox icon anymore. Oh, I'll have to look at it and see. I wasn't really paying mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, but I'm I'm just hoping that's something that they do, just so that you can kind of, like, when you're out on the field, you can tell when a star is out there because they have something that no one else does, you know? Yeah, I think I think they have stars under their name or something, so you can see who they are, I think. Right, and that, that's but... it. Otherwise, yeah. if they're an alien, they look like just all the other aliens. Very true. Very true. That makes sense. I can see why mm-hmm. that. I can see why that would be be problematic. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, like, um, that's a small gripe, I think. Yeah. But other than that, uh, I think the game is is pretty much perfect for people that just want uh, a fun, silly uh, football game where you can murder people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely all those things. There's there's all sorts of hazards on the field, too. There's mines on the field. There's saw mm-hmm. blades that run across, I think, the 30-yard line. It depends on the field. Oh, uh, okay. So each team has a different field. Um, like, there's one field I saw where there's literal holes in the ground. And <laughs> uh, you can, like, drop through those to your death and stuff. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, uh, again... With the micro hard team, uh, what they have is they have spikes that pop up around the 20, uh, 30 yard line. Um, and they have mines on the field. But kind of a cool story here. I was uh, playing and I happened to do a, I think I, I did a quarterback running play because they were covering the passing lane. So I had to run with it. And I started right. to run. And this guy came up to get me, and he grabbed me to, like, throw me down, do, like, a wrestling move and throw me down. And Mm -hmm. he just happened to be over the spikes, and so the spikes went up. And I thought they had gotten me, too, until I noticed that I was okay, and I was still running. And I'm like, oh! And so it actually, he was going to tackle me, got spiked, and I was able to keep on running. Oh, nice. Huge gain on the play. So it's, it's those little things that are... They're just great. That's fantastic. I love it. How is how are you enjoying the uh, season mode? Because I was gonna start one, but mm-hmm. my trial ended. Right. I mean, it's pretty much the same as the the play now. The only difference is yeah. it keeps track of stats, obviously, and it keeps track right. of your standings. Um, I've only gotten like four games in. It seems like you have to play every team at least once uh, before the playoffs. Okay. Um, but other than that, they, I mean, there's there's no depth to this. <laughs> like, I see. 
the only thing uh, that it's going to help with is that there are three teams that are locked. And I believe the only way to get them is by playing in the season mode and winning uh, the final game. Okay. The, I think it's called the Mayhem Bowl. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, because there's three teams there's uh, uh, that are generic made-up teams uh, I was looking mm-hmm. up. There's uh, Tokyo Terminators, which is a team made up completely of robots. And, <laughs> and they all have uh, Oriental <laughs> names. <laughs> oh, God. It's funny. Um, and then there's the Orcs of Hazard, which is a entirely Orc team. And the last team, I think, is the Galaxy Chaos. And they're uh, an entire team made Alien. up of aliens. Yep. So, yeah. That sounds like a team I want to play with. Galaxy. I I already played them, and the <clears throat> thing about the aliens, they don't really have a lot of tackling, but they're pretty damn quick. So if they can get out on you, um, quickly and kind of surprise you, uh, you'll you'll be good. Like that's right. their uh their thing is that the aliens they like curl up into a ball and can storm at you to help them get speed. So, pro tip I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But all this talk about uh, Mutant League football just brings up it brings up another discussion. Uh, some of our favorite non-traditional sports games, as we can briefly touch on some of these, mm-hmm. just because I, I I like <clears throat> it's fun to take a break from your NBA 2Ks and your Maddens to play some of these other ones. You know, some of these I wish would come back. Like uh, the NBA Street and the NFL Street, that would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I I those were fun games. Like NBA Street was fun, and I enjoyed playing them a lot. I think though, um, there's a new game that came out, NBA Playgrounds. Uh, yeah. Which, while not the same thing, um, it is similar enough. It's kind of like a mix between. NBA Jam, which, by the way, yeah. uh, all-time favorite arcade NBA sports Jam, game. NBA Jam, definitely on my list, too. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, kind of the NBA Street uh, mode. And so whenever I get a hankering, I just uh, pull that out and play it. Um, which, in fact, they just did an update, which added a bunch of online uh, YouTube personalities that play sports games. Oh, nice. Like, I don't know if you know who Agent Zero is. The name is familiar to me. He's a YouTube personality. And yeah. he's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also another famous one, uh, iPod King Carter. Yep, yep. He's in the game now. I know him too. Um, and the last famous one that I know of, uh, Troy Dan. Troy Dan. Yeah. That name, that name does not ring a bell to me. Oh. Well, he's famous to me. Those are like the, <laughs> the three basketball YouTubers that I know that were in the game. Because right. they added something like nine YouTubers, uh, mm-hmm. but those were really the only three that I knew that I'd like watched their videos before. Did you see Chris moving there by any chance? <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. He might have been, but I don't remember because I, I don't he's, know. Him. He's one. Of, he's one of the bigger uh, 2K YouTubers. Yeah. Well, that could be go offhand. But I, I, I um. Another one that I that I can think of is the uh, SSX um, series. Mm-hmm. Those games were always really fun. the The last one that came out 
was a different take on SSX. It was more, it was more of a serious style of SSX. Right. Uh, well, that's kind of what they did. It was did. still very fun, though. They... I thought it was still very fun, and I enjoyed it. While it wasn't as you know silly as the other ones, right. you know, it, it definitely, it it definitely it, it had its moments. Of, right. You know, it, it still did things that SSX does, like right. the crazy tracks and all that stuff. Just well, you know, the the last one I remember playing, I don't think I played the Xbox 361. I think the last one I played was SSX3. Yeah. And that one, you was on a mountain. And so mm-hmm. you could start at the very top, and you could just keep going down all the way down the mountain um, on one go. Or you, you know, you would go up to certain spots on the mountain. And while that's cool, it doesn't have that SSX tricky kind of flavor to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I it's, remember that one too because I've I've played all the SSX games. Those are some of my favorites growing up. Right, I do. Yeah, I I think I own like every EA Sports big game that they had. Like I kind of miss that uh, branding. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too. I definitely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I I hope one day we can see a resurgence in those types of games, and maybe with you know Mutant League Football, we'll get it. Yeah, it's definitely possible. And, you know, I was going to mention this uh, a little bit earlier. Um, is that, And I think I may have mentioned this before. I feel like they should take um, NFL Street, what they did with that game, mm-hmm. and they should move that into Madden. You know, you should get your virtual character that you make that, you know, is made up in your likeness, and you can pick your position or whatever and and your skills and then you can go online with people and play a street game with them right and you play in that position yeah so you know so you uh now i would imagine you'd have uh it would be a game of see five because you'd have a middle guy or your lineman quarterback running back two wide receivers yeah so a simple game of five on five and, you know, you could go in with five quarterbacks, which probably wouldn't be the best thing. Wouldn't be the best idea in the world. <laughs> yeah. Have a, have a lineman or two. Yeah. Lineman, receiver. But that would be kind of like what NBA 2K does. You can go in with five point guards in a pro-am game. Yeah. You're probably going to get destroyed down on the low block all day. But you can do that if you want. Yeah, whatever. Um, I think they should do that same thing, you know, give people a reason to grind their character up and make their character better by playing in the seven on, or not seven on seven, five on five. Yeah, I, I would just like, I would just like something to hop in and hop out, you know, just if I'm not feeling like playing, you know, a serious game of football, just going in and grab one and, you know, hey, have at it for a little bit. Because NFL Street was one of my favorites as well. I spent so much time uh in that game i played the story mode for nfl street 2 so many times it wasn't even funny that was the one with uh exhibit hmm well they only made three of them yeah i believe there was two if it wasn't two then it was definitely three well the the first two were put on every console but the third one i think was a playstation 2 only and so it didn't get quite as much 
I guess, reputation. As yeah, it the one I'm thinking about may have been NFL Street 3. Cause the it fun... may have been the one that I'm thinking about. It had Ocho Cinco on the cover. Mm, Do you remember Ocho Cinco? So. I remember, but I don't think I don't think I, I played that one. Yeah, well, they released it only on the PlayStation 2, and uh, I think they have a PSP version of it. So oh, okay. if you didn't play it on that, like, too bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it's been a long time. But anyway, I remember you could take your NFL Street Player once you finished the story, mm-hmm. and you could bring him into Madden, which was really nice. Uh, I, see, I never did that. Yeah, like once I got my player up and, and, you know, as high as he could be and everything, um, and I beat the story, I brought him into Madden. It was pretty fun. It's pretty fun. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, but needless to say, uh, I really enjoyed some of these other arcade style of sports games, and I hope that they make a return at some point. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, but yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like, um, I mean, part of me is like, I would love to see them return, but also part of me is like, do I really have room in my heart for two basketball games and two football games? (laughs) And, you know, it's like, it's like, I kind of have to pick and choose. So, uh, I mean, I would like to see them return, but. Unfortunately, I I don't know if I can invest the time in them. Because like I said, right. I was playing uh, NBA Playgrounds, but I only do it like once every great moon. Like I don't play so, it yeah. all the time. <clears throat> like right now I'm I'm playing NBA 2K all the time. Yeah. And I, I don't really have much time to invest in uh, a NBA Jam style game, even though uh, I totally want an NBA Jam style game. Right, I dig it. I dig you know, that. It's kind of a it's kind of a double edged sword, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel you, hundred percent. I mm-hmm. I don't I mean don't have the time either, uh, but you know, for like it's for me, it would be nice to just fire it up every once in a while. You know, I wish I still had. Wish, nope, doesn't even matter because they didn't make one for three sixty, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. I don't think about it. Talk about it like oh, I want to play Fall Street. Oh, I can't. Yep. <laughs> I could play NBA uh, yeah. Street Home Court, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta go one. back, 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 yeah. back, back. Way back, yeah, way back for those, man. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, I think it's uh, news time, children. Oh no! Look out! It's the news! Ah! <laughs> go ahead and get this one rolling with the This Week at Bungie for Destiny 2. So, <clears throat> they're looking... Yeah. Or as it's more affectionately known as the TWAB. Um, so, Man, whenever so, I got an itchy ear, I always reach for a TWAB. <laughs> Usually I find out it's just earwax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Bungie is looking at ways to bring back the uh, shader, the shader thing that they had going for uh, 
going for Destiny 1. Um, Wait, they got rid of shaders? No, no, they didn't, but they made them single-use shaders. Mm. Yeah. So, for those that aren't in the know, what that means is, if you have, if you get a shader, right, you can put it on a piece of armor, like, you know, like your helmet or your gauntlets or whatever, but it can only go on that piece unless you have more of that type of shader. So if you want your whole set of armor to be in one particular style of shader, you have to have enough for each of your armor pieces. Mm. Mm. And it costs glimmer to put to put the shader on the item. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we. So this is a quote from the from from the, from the twelve. We're looking at ways to reintegrate that capability without losing the ability to shade weapons, weapons, ghost ships, sparrows, or customized pieces of armor. Let me go down to the part in the form where they actually talk about it here. Because I have it up as we're... Yeah, so this comes from Tyson Green, who is the senior design lead. Shaders are individual items, and individual items trigger individual reward bundles when dismantled, even when those rewards are, sim are simple. That creates a challenge for us that we haven't yet addressed, which is triggering dozens or hundreds of reward bundles simultaneously when an, when an entire stack of shaders is dismantled. And then he goes on to say it would be it would be it'll be relatively easy to find another button on the controller and let players actually delete a full stack. But that isn't the spirit of what players are asking for. So we're looking at a stronger solve. In addition, we're also looking at how to address other shader feedback. Um, it would be easier to get rid of a stack of shaders. We are looking at mass exchange solutions. We know you missed D1 shader mechanics. And then the quote that I just read to you above. And final thing here on the shader thing is that we, we, are all, we also understand you want shaders to be more freely usable and not limited by, by availability. Yes. We're looking at reintroducing shader collections or a way to get copies of the shader in your possession. That would be great. Because instead of having to keep, like, 100-plus, uh, you know, Nebula Rose shaders or whatever, I can just get, you know, the, the four or so that I want and put them on a piece of armor, put them on the armor, and leave it that way, if that's how they're going to fix it. Well, um, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't just make it so that you had to get a shader or find a shader and then have like a store or a shaderist, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Eva Levante, where is she? Yeah. But, Eva go? What happened? <laughs> yeah, she died. Thanks for bringing that up, heartless monster. Um, no, but make it so that you go there and they can turn it permanent by buying it with silver. Uh, yeah, don't say that. Yikes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be awful. But well, I'm, in, I'm just surprised that they didn't do that. Like, Yeah. That'd be dumb. That would be really dumb. Why? What's, what's worse than I'm giving you a single-use shader as opposed to spending a dollar, two dollars, and making it a permanent shader and you can shade all your stuff? Yeah, but I don't want to pay real money. I don't want to pay real money. I still want to do it. That's bull monkey. You would pay real money if you're like, dude, that shader is awesome. I got to get that on all my shiz. I would much, much, much rather prefer to earn it in-game. There's enough, there's enough 
probably and then you get a new armor and you're like oh man now my shader's out of whack and it's not shaded right should have yeah. just spent a dollar and got my shaders all set <laughs> there's enough problems with eververse as is i don't want to do anything more with that <laughs> but um moving on down the list of things here in the in the uh, this week at bungie new monarchy won the faction rally again that's kind of disappointing for me i'm a future war cult uh person hmm. but my titan's happy because she's in new monarchy or whatever um the iron banner is returning january january 30th the game type is control huzzah i'm so happy about that i love control New items yeah. for Season 2 will drop from Iron Banner Engrams as well as Season 1 items, so that's really good news. If you missed out on any of the items from Season 1 of Iron Banner, like I did, then you can get those from Engrams as well as the new ones. And there's new ornaments and everything else that, that that's going to bring, and those look fantastic, especially for the Hunter. That cape is gorgeous. Um, that's not the cape mm -hmm. you're seeing in the oh. screenshot there. I will get to that in a minute uh masterwork armor is coming next week so just a little bit here about masterwork armor once i find it in the thing i had it here i had it i pass it <laughs> but basically all the legendary armor can now drop as masterwork armor um the the masterwork armor is going to grant three percent damage resistance while using a super so that's nice for those of you with roaming supers unlike warlocks who only have uh, or, or warlocks who run nova bomb like me <laughs> but no it, it's fine it's fine um this stacks for a 15 percent damage reduction if you have if you have a full set of masterwork armor that's awesome masterwork armor can be reworked to a different stat package heavy light or restorative for one for one masterwork core and 10 legendary shards this means my hunters can finally have recovery on their armor instead of mobility. Yeah, it's just not a permanent <laughs> shader. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Um, you can you can now rework stats on your armor. The results will will still be stat packages that are found on other pieces. Um, there's a UI bug right now where if you try to quickly rework armor sets, it will appear to rework to the same stats. It doesn't actually perform the rework function or use your materials, but can be quite scary, so we wanted to give you a heads up. So glad they're being transparent about that and knowing there's a bug with the armor. And they said this is this is the first version of the Masterwork armor, just like with the Masterwork weapons. They were hoping to fix that as well and improve upon it. Now we're getting into the big stuff, stuff that's really important. The raid the raid rewards are changing. So so they said uh, that um, with the upcoming patch in January, they're looking to change the way raid, raid rewards work. It's frustrating, you know, to go through a boss fight or something, go through an encounter, and not get anything for it but tokens, or sometimes nothing at all. That's very frustrating. I agree, which is why I haven't done raids in forever. <laughs> so I haven't even, I haven't, I have not cleared the raid yet for the first time. Never done it because I just. That lack of rewards for me is uh, not something I want to do deal with. Mm. So, mm. so raid armor with raid perks as well. So the raid raid armor now drops with perks that function on Leviathan. These appear on mods that are selectable on both new drops and existing raid armor pieces you may already have in your inventory. So that's good for those who already have raid armor. You know it won't be an issue of going back into the raid and getting the drop 
for the piece you already have. It'll just be there already. Additionally, these mods are reusable. If you swap to another one, there will, these will always be in the list to swap back to on your raid armor for the low, low price of one callus token. Since no one wants to take a, take a minus five power penalty if they remove their legendary mods while on the raid, all the raid mods are legendary by default. This should also be extra icing on the cake for players who can't seem to get that fast or the last mod. They need to max out their max their gear out. That's really good because with the mod system now currently in place, um, if you put a mod on a weapon on a weapon or piece of armor, you get that plus five if it's a legendary. But if you decide you want to, you know, get rid uh, or switch to another uh, mod that's a blue or another mod or another legendary mod, that mod you have goes away, uh, and you either lose lose that minus five, or lose that five points, or you get another one with a different mod. So that's good that they're making that change. They are giving you, oh, and the picture you're seeing there is the Cloak of Emperor's Agent with the uh, Emperor's Blaze mod, which gives you a... Additional 25% solar damage, which is fantastic on the Leviathan. Double drops for prestige raid. So the so they're really rewarding players who do the prestige raids. You're gonna get prestige and normal gear from those raids. They said that they don't want to punish people for, you know, if you have the power to do to do those prestige raids, you should be rewarded. Thank you. <laughs> um. Encounters will now always drop a piece of raid gear. Fantastic, like it should have been, like like it was in D1. They also added an exotic raid ghost shell. This is exciting for those that you know want a ghost shell, but don't think, oh, it's just a ghost shell. What does it do? Well, the exotic ghost shells are sort of game changers. I'm boring you over there, Ken? No, no, I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> Sorry. Um. There are some new perks coming with the Ghost Shell, Seeker of Glory, Seeker of Brilliance, and Seeker of Opulence. These are all game changers for the raid, um, incre increasing Bright Engram drops, increasing Exotics drops, um, and there's a tracker for the number of encounters that you have defeated on Leviathan with the Ghost as well. And the vendors will sell a rotating stock of raid gear. so. Really, all these raid improvements and, you know, improvements in general to the game are just making it, they're making it better. They still have things to address and work on, but these things are making it better. Mm -hmm. I know that's a bunch of information for you to take in, and I apologize for that. <laughs> yep. That's why we just gotta, kind of like the ocean, you just gotta keep swimming through it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no. But that was my uh, first piece of news, Inferno. Right. Well, then my first piece of news is about the Secret of Mana remake. Yes. Yes. So Square Enix uh, did an interview with IGN, and I believe it's the yeah the producer Masaru Oyamata, who shared some thoughts on if they plan on bringing the original Secret of Mana remake to the Nintendo Switch, which he said, We are originally started to develop this title. 
the Switch wasn't announced at that time. By the way, not good English, so please bear with me. I'm, I'm reading a quote here. <laughs> <laughs> and so we started developing for the PlayStation platforms. With that said, after announcing this, there was or there has been quite a bit of demand for the Switch version. So, we are taking in that feedback, and if there is large demand for it, we'd like to see what we can potentially do. But no plans yet. <laughs> Which is disappointing. But Yeah, definitely. Uh, they also asked him about the Saiken Densetsu collection, which is the collection of the original three, uh, essentially their Secret of Mana games. And he said, of course, with the demand for Saiken Densetsu 3, we do not want to kind of consider it. However, if the studio were to take on such a task, there'd be some hurdles to overcome when localizing a game that was originally released in 1995 for the Super Famicom. Looking at the classic version, obviously we don't have the same development entertainment or environment, so it may be a little bit difficult to consider bringing a localized version over in the current condition. We do want to kind of figure out if we can figure out a resolution. That's something we're continuously thinking about, but nothing we can say for sure. <laughs> and I, I don't see why they can't just plug in the emulator. Like I'm not, I'm not a game dude, but. I don't see why they can't just plug in an emulator and, and port that on the disc or cart. And yeah. I've said this before, but there's no reason why they can't license out um, the fan translation version of this game. Like, there's there's literally no reason why they can't. I've never understood that. Like, fans have already made the translation. Just mm -hmm. pay them for their work to license it. And you have it done. And you can just get it out there. Yeah. But, so, you know, maybe... For whatever reason, they don't want to do it. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not yeah, I've, I've never got that. Like, Expert. Yeah, I mean, maybe... The only thing I could think of is maybe it would be difficult to find out who the original author was. Probably. And then you're paying, you know, whoever to do this. Or right. sometimes you have, like one person starts the translation and trails off so someone else comes in and picks it up and continues. I can understand that, but you know, some fans might even just be willing to um, yeah. let them use the localization for a free copy of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guarantee you. But anyways, um, that's all I have to talk about with my second story. Okay, fair enough. Or your, your first one, right? No, my second. I haven't gotten to my first one yet. Okay, alright. So, <laughs> my second piece of news is that Ubisoft is going to increase the price on Rainbow Six Siege. Yay. Effective February, yeah, effective, effective February 13th, 2018, the $40 Standard Edition will be replaced with the $60 Advanced Edition. The Advanced Edition comes with, comes with, comes with everything in the Standard Edition, but gives 600 Rainbow Six credits and 10 Outbreak Collection Packs, which have cosmetics for the Outbreak event that is coming up. The Gold Edition will jump from $70 to $90, and it contains all of the content in the Advanced Edition, plus the Year 3 Content Season Pass. And finally, the Complete Edition will go from $110 to $130. It contains all content from the Gold Edition, Plus 16 bonus operators from the years one and two content. Sort of strange that the sort of strange to me 
that they're bumping up the price of the game overall, and it's been out for two years now, two, three years now. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is, I guess. Right. I'm not a fan of it by any means. I mean, I already own the game, so it's not a big deal to me, but if I ever wanted to, you know, upgrade to one of the other editions that would have, you know, the Season Pass content and all that stuff. Yeah, when it first came out, it I think we talked about this, but it did not sell well. No, and but so, it's, it's gotten a lot better. and it's, Yeah, uh, well, yeah. here's the thing. I was able to pick up the Gold Edition for 40 bucks. Nice. And so I don't know if I get the Season 2 content because I bought the Gold Edition or not. But I do have the Gold Edition. So Yeah, you should. Um, and I've considered uh, going back and checking it out and playing it, but I'm still kind of like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I haven't gone back to check it out recently, but I know me and my friends, it's one of those things where, you know, we'll get into a kick of, you know, oh, let's play Siege or or PUBG or whatever, and we'll go, we'll play it for a few weeks, and it'll be fun and everything. So, you know, it's, it's nice to go back to it every once in a while and check it out and see what all is going on in the world of Siege. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still don't have the DLC characters because I'm just not going to... Pay them, you pay the uh, you didn't extended buy the gold edition. <laughs> I did not. Well, when it came out, I bought the standard one. This is way before any well, of that stuff was announced, to my knowledge. I think you also bought it uh, digitally. Because if I recall, I, have, I had the game before you did. I have a physical copy of it, actually. Oh, you do? But you did. I think you did have it heaven before I did, yeah. Okay. But I have a physical copy of it, yeah. Um, hmm. I just have to pay that money to get the uh, operators. We either either by playing the game and getting the like one million credits, uh, or buying the uh, season pass. Right. For them. Which I mean, really, you're better off buying the season pass because grinding all those hours and playing the game when they only give you like a hundred and some credits for a game is kind of dumb. But right. it is what it is, I guess. I mean, I'd rather you just give me more credits than so I had to spend money, but it's fine. Not really. Yeah. You seem a little salty over here about it. Oh, no, I'm not salty. I'm just wondering no, if, I am. if... Oh. <laughs> then why'd you say I seem salty? No, 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 no. I No, I said I seem salty. Oh, okay. Well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> hmm. Turn the game on. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could do that later. But that was it for my second piece of news. I'm just kind of... I'm interested... Then to seeing how people will react to the price changes and things that are happening with it, and if that's going to help boost sales for the game since it's performing really well. Right, it might. I know um, at least on the PC, um, there's a lot of uh, Siege streamers. I, I, I swear I see them on Twitter all the dang time. Someone's liking this Siege playing, that Siege playing, but yeah. I digress. Um, so my uh, second piece of news uh, comes from the Xbox Game Pass that has been in the news recently. Um, and the particular thing that I'm going to talk about is that a Australian retailer has decided to remove all of Microsoft's consoles from its store following the Xbox, Xbox Game Pass changes. Huh. So for those that don't know, um, Microsoft announced that all new Xbox One exclusive games would be on the Game Pass to subscribers on day one. 
That's awesome. And so the first three games that they said would be on there would be Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and Crackdown 3. Ooh. Hype, hype, yeah. hype. So, yeah, so this Australian uh, company is really upset by this because you can get the uh, Game Pass for $10 a month as opposed to paying $60 for this game at retail. And so I think they're um, kind of fighting back by not even selling any of the hardware. I assume they still have the games, probably leftover games. But they're not going to sell the hardware um, because that hurts them. You know, why would you go and uh, buy a sixty-dollar game when you can get it for ten dollars and you right. get all these other games too? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why? It doesn't make sense to anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> and even to me. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense at all. So, so that that kind of it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I mean, as a collector myself, I would rather have the physical game if I really want to play it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's something that I don't really care about, um, like State of Decay 2, like, I would not I would never buy that game. So, I don't know if I'd even pay $10 a month to play it. I know right. you're all like, no, bar, Ken, you need to play it with me. <laughs> I mean, you do. And, and but... maybe this is the cheapest way to do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is, right? Yeah. Um... But, I mean, that is kind of interesting that they're doing this. I imagine the reason why they're doing this, though, is that all three of those games are going to require you to have Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing I can imagine. And maybe Crackdown 3 is going to become more of like a destiny where you're playing online with people and there's people all around you. Uh, Kind of a game. Yeah. I had always played Crackdown, uh, the, the first Crackdown that I didn't play too, um, but uh, Crackdown 1 I played solo and almost beat by myself solo and it was fantastic. Right. It took me a while, but it was so much fun. Yep. So yeah, so um, that is my second piece of news. Alright, and um, on to my final piece of news, we could see the battle bus be taken on the go at some point. Because Epic Games is interested in releasing in releasing Fortnite on the Switch. I'm talking about the Switch. This is a new thing for people. Oh, why? Exactly. For me, a reaction. So, no plans are confirmed, but there is interest from Donald Mustard, who is the worldwide creative director at Epic. He responded to a tweet that was at that was asked of him. It says uh the the tweet in question. I play Fortnite on PC, but would love to play it on my, on my Switch. Are you interested in making it for the Switch? And Mustard responded by saying, yes. Yes, I am. Hopefully we can do that at some point. So that would be really cool to see Fortnite be taken on the go mm-hmm. for, for people. I yeah. think really cool. Fortnite is a huge thing right now. Right. I mean, I don't know about the single player or the... The, the PvE aspect of it? Yeah. Um... But at least the Battle Royale part, like, you have to have a constant connection for that. And I don't know, like, I don't trust Wi-Fi. <laughs> and and right yeah. now the Switch doesn't allow for a hard line. So mm. I got to be honest, I don't know how I feel about playing a game like this on the Switch just because of that connectivity 
kind of issue. Right. And the well, Wi-Fi. Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter in particular on the 3DS, to my knowledge, um, or yeah, on 3DS, I don't. It does Wi-Fi, so, um, that's a thing, especially mm-hmm. especially over in Japan. So that's kind of how it got. Yep. So big. And so I still I'm don't ima- trust it. I'm imagining it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining it would be the same sort of deal. Uh, but again, I mean, like that—that that could be pretty cool. Right. Just say. But that—that's all yeah. I had for that last piece of news. Just that it's a little rumor that's going around, and it cool. could possibly be a thing. Cool. All right, and that brings me to the last and greatest news story. <laughs> And that's that uh, NBA 2K League has announced more information on their uh, combine process to get people drafted. And so a quick rundown of it is that they've announced that anybody who has 50 wins, you no longer have to fill out an application process. Um, You just have to get 50 wins. And then... uh, before the end of January, which I gotta be honest, by the time this goes live, it's probably too late. You've already <laughs> missed your chance. <laughs> um, but no, you have to get 50 wins uh, before the end of January. Then, starting on the second and being subsequent days throughout the month of February, uh, I think the 21st actually is the last day. They will have uh, specific hours that you have to play um, in the combine. And the first, uh, the first set is on. It's February second, from 8 p.m. until 12 a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So there's a good uh, six-hour window there. Right? No, four-hour window. Excuse me. There's a good four-hour window um, where you have to get on and play games, and you have to play a minimum of 40 games in one position only. So point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. It can only be in one uh, position. So once you get those 40 games done, then they'll have uh, good information on essentially how good you are because they're going to evaluate uh, your box stats, which is your points, your assists, your stills, blocks, turnovers, you know, all the, the base stats. Uh, you know how many shots you took and missed your field goal percentage but they're also going to look at other stuff they're going to track stuff like your shot release time they're going to track you know your pass to assist they're going to track um your uh, you know good spacing you know they're going to keep track of all that and they're going to look at everything so this could get really interesting um playing in a combine because you cannot play with a team you have to go in as a random uh, and so I like honestly i like that <laughs> yeah i like it too but i'm also worried that you might have um like kobe's that are like i gotta get my shots up <laughs> and so yeah. you, you know you're just <laughs> so there <me>. you're just <laughs> there you know zero points 20 assists uh, you know maybe five ten rebounds um, that is my fear, but I also figure if they got 50 wins, they have to be somewhat good because uh, I consider myself good, and 
I got 50 wins. And it wasn't mm. easy because there was a lot of teammates that um, like to play hero ball. <laughs> yeah, and no, so, no, no. and even then there were some times where guys just weren't making shots. Like you'd pass it to them and they were like, woo, don't break. Yeah, we had, we had plenty of nights like that where shots start falling. And they're good shots too, just not falling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it happens. It's basketball. Yep. So, um, the other big news that they announced is that they are increasing the team size. Originally, they were going to have five team members, but they are increasing six, the right? team size to six. Nice. So they will now be nice. drafting the top one hundred and two players, and not um, the top eighty-five as it was. That's gonna. It's gonna be a tough, tough thing to get into the top one hundred and two players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for those that for those that do do it, congratulations, and I'll be looking forward to seeing how that whole process works and shakes out when everything is all said and done and the teams are finalized and all that stuff. Yeah. If it's anything like the Overwatch League, I'll, I'll be watching and paying attention to it. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna try uh, and and do this thing. <laughs> Like, Why not? Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, do I consider myself one of the top 100 2K players? No. Do I consider myself, out of the millions of players, like the top 100,000? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it's good. It's a good way to start. Yeah. So I, I do consider myself uh, a good player, and I think that... Uh, if I can get my stats up and, and play the team ball that hopefully everyone will play, um, yeah, we'll be good to go. But uh, quick other side notes that they uh, also mentioned in this, because you're not be you're not going to be taking in your uh, my player. They're getting rid of that. You're 99 overall. Oh. Nope, doesn't matter. Um, you go in and when you pick your position, you can switch between five different archetypes. Okay, that's but, good. But that's good. Yeah, but you're gonna be set, and I don't know um, what like the overall would be. Yeah, they might cap um, it at eighty-five. Yeah, eighty-five, ninety, somewhere in between there, um, is what I've been hearing. And uh, your players will have badges, but they will most definitely not be maxed out. Yeah. So people will not be getting any help with badges. Which I'm sad to say is sad. <laughs> I mean, I, personally, I, that's a big that's a big change, and I'm a fan of that change. Mm-hmm. It's gonna force people to either either stick with what they know. You know, if if you if you're used to using a pure sharpshooter, you'll use a pure sharpshooter, and it'll be a different version of that of that archetype, but mm-hmm. it'll be something you're familiar with. So you know, that's good. Right. That's good. I like that. Well. The, part of the reason why I wanted to bring that up too is because this is exactly what I said they yeah. needed to do. I remember that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. I said they needed to get rid of the overalls and everybody's even. You just pick what archetype you want to play as and you have a little bit better skill with that. Yep. And mm-hmm. and that way, that way, if you have five people, you can have one at each position and have a legit team exactly instead of like like, oh hey what are you using i'm using my power forward okay what do we need a center i don't know nobody has a center oh too bad right or what uh, upsets me is 
um, oh, hey, I'm going to be a small forward but play the power forward position and just use my speed to blow past my guy. Stand out on the yeah. three-point line and blow past him because he's uh, too slow. Right. But mm-hmm. that that's more playing out of position than anything else. If you are a... If you if you're a shooting guard or a small forward, depending on your size and weight and all that stuff, height, you know, you can per, you can play either the two or three. It just depends. Right. But if you're you know a taller guy like seven foot, you know six eight to seven foot, you shouldn't be playing small forward. Yeah. You should be playing power forward or center. So right. Well, I've why do you um... need a guy that tall? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go at this as a power forward because I think it's going to be the most uh, undervalued um, position because I think okay. you're gonna get a lot of point guards, shooting guards, and small forwards, yeah. and then you're gonna get those people that won't play those, so they'll pick a center because everybody needs a center, and that's gonna leave the power forward um, kind of open. Oh, okay. Do you know what archetype you're gonna you're gonna pick yet? I'm pretty sure um, because they actually have they have a list of five. And okay. I could go over the list if you really wanted me to, but um, I'm... you can just say what they are really quick if you want. Well, they're. <laughs> I have to grab my image. <laughs> oh. Hold on, I made a screenshot because I was like, I'm gonna look these up. But okay, so for a power forward, the five archetypes that you can be is a slashing rim protector, a rebounding athletic finisher. A slashing post scorer, a two-way rebounder, or a sharp shooting rim protector. Let me tell you something. No one's using those rebounding ones. <laughs> you don't need rebounding. Just box the guy out and you're fine. Yeah, maybe. I, don't I mean, think, I don't what think if, here's the thing though. What if that uh, two-way rebounding gets a gold uh, hustle rebounding badge and no one else gets that? You're going to be grabbing a lot of rebounds, man. Yeah. So, yeah, went yeah, oh, yeah we've been talking too long. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking, because the archetype that I've been playing with as a power forward, um, he's actually a shot-creating athletic finisher. Okay. And so I'm really tempted to go in with the rebounding athletic finisher, um, just because that's going to meet up with what I've been doing. Like, I've been, right. I've been getting rebounds, I've been playing defense, you know, I haven't been looking to score... Uh, I've been standing in the midi because I feel like my midi game is good enough that if you uh, pass me the ball and I'm wide open, I will take that shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. But I might uh, I might move away from that um, and be a different archetype. It just depends on it. Just depends because they don't tell you what your weight's gonna be, what your height's gonna be. Mm, you know. Okay. Because that's going to affect your speed and how you can move around the court and, yeah, and exactly. you know, all sorts of other stuff. So if it's a set height and weight for each of those, then I might go uh, with a little bit different. But yeah, th- those are the options, and that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. And I'm going to give it a go, and we'll see if I can get drafted. And, you know, uh, even if I don't get drafted this year, there's always next year. Yeah. Because from what I've hear, um, more teams want to join in on the 2K League. So as long as it doesn't bomb horribly. <laughs> right. Uh, and it could. But as long as it doesn't bomb horribly, 
um, then other teams will uh, create teams. And so then you're going to have more teams and you're going to have a better chance of getting drafted. That's, that's fair. And good luck to you in your quest. Because I don't have enough games or wins to uh, qualify. I know that much. So <laughs> good luck to you. I'll, I'll be rooting for you, friend. Thanks. Yeah, of course. Of course. No problem. So with that out of the way, time to go into our community segment. Community segment! So last week, we asked you guys, what were some of your favorite non-traditional sports games to prepare for this episode? And we got we got some responses here. First being from Noah Pulley says Forever Rocket League, one of the most addicting games, and I agree with him. Rocket League is hella fun. Oh yeah. The next the next response comes from Zach Dillard. Super Mario Strikers. My brother and I have played that franchise since its creation. Those yeah. are the the Mario sports games are good. I like those games. They're fun. Yeah, I don't think I've ever got to play any of the Strikers games. I feel sad I, now. <laughs> I think, yeah, I played the Strikers one. It's really fun. The baseball one's really fun, too, though. Yeah, well, oh, I'm pretty sure I own them all because they're on the GameCube, at least the right. GameCube versions. Um, I just don't think I've really played them all that much. Fair yeah. enough. One day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan Flowers says, a lot, of, a lot of the Mario sports games are fun, but NBA Street was too good. Still waiting for EA to drop alive and just make Street again. <laughs> You know, Live's, NBA... Live's good this year, though. It, it's it's a good game of basketball as far as that goes. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, but I was going to say that NBA Street is where I get uh, my saying, hot peas and butter, come and get your supper. <laughs> the new, that's the new tagline they, of the show. They, yeah, <laughs> they said that a lot. Yeah, NBA Street, uh, as I said earlier, is one of my favorites of all time uh jason asia says hot shot i never played the hot shot golf games but that's just just that's just because i'm not a golf guy to be honest with you um yeah no they're good but you played the mario golf games right i believe so so the original at least four hot shot golf games mm-hmm. i don't know beyond that but the original four that they made were made by the same people that did the Mario golf games. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Did I know that? Good to know. Look at yeah. you. Mr. Fact Guy over Dropping here. Dropping the knowledge. Yeah. And uh, we have Matt Greer with NBA Street Volume 2 was legit, and Noah Pulley responded again, saying that he loves NBA Jam as well. And again, like these are all fantastic, fantastic non-traditional sports games that we talked about earlier in the body of our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. so thank you guys for the responses this week. And we have another question for you, which is again going to prepare for next week's episode. What are your thoughts on subscription based gaming? So, for example, the Xbox One Game Pass we talked about earlier. Uh, let's get a discussion going in the comments of the question of the week, and we'll read the answers on next week's episode. With all of that being said, are we done? I like to think I'm smart. All right. Well, fair enough. It's like <laughs> you like to think that you're smart. I like to think that we're out of here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for episode 29 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. 
Ken, before we get out of here, round of plugs, goop. Yeah, so you can find us on Twitter at the R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. You can find me personally on Twitter at MacroboV. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. You can find my good friend Byron on Twitter at... Braun1417. That's capital B-R-O-N-1417. Also find me on Twitch, streaming whenever I feel like it these days. On B underscore Ron one four one seven. That's Twitch B underscore Ron one four one seven. I may get the Instagram back up whenever I feel like I'm just kind of lazy at this point and just back with doing it. But um, you can also find the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, and the Castbox app. All of those type in R and R Gaming Podcast and you will find it on iTunes. Make sure to give us five star review and leave and leave uh, reviews as well. That will help us improve the show and continue to bring us quality continue to bring you guys rather the quality content that we like to provide, as well as just helping us improve ourselves because this is all about growth for everyone involved. You guys grow, you help us grow. By the way, we don't have any sort of fancy advertising thing going on, so the best way you can help spread the word is through your mouths. Make sure to tell people about the podcast if you like it. It'll get us more views and all the other stuff. And again, just help us improve on a daily basis. That's what this is all about. Uh, yeah, that's it as far as plugs go. So we're going to have another show for them next week. Ken, they got to come back. Tell them why. Yeah, as you should come back next week because everyone could use a little more hot peas and butter. Come and get your supper. That's not what it is. Wait a minute. <laughs> you said that's the new catch line. I did, you're right, I did. Alright, let's try that again. <laughs> everyone should come back next week because everyone could use a little more R&R.